Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. I'm Roberta Foster, and today I welcome Grace Valentine to Author's Corner. She has written the book, To the Girl Looking for More, which is published by Tommy Nelson. And she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. But first, just a little bit about Grace. She is an author, blogger, podcast host, and speaker. And her readers love the fact that she is young, ordinary, and relatable. They say her fresh voice helps them navigate their own faith and life. But Grace declares her mission is to show others that Christianity is not lame. It's an adventure worth living. So Grace, thank you so much for being with us on Author's Corner. Thank you, Roberta, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So tell us about To the Girl Looking for More. Who did you write that for and why was it important to get this message out? Yeah, I wrote To the Girl Looking for More because I just saw so many young women just whenever I speak or even just girls that I know. I think we all know young women in our own town who are so beautiful and so great, but they kind of are getting distracted by what their purpose is, by lies about their worth. And so I wanted to create a relatable resource that kind of straight up and it's organized into like, okay, if you want more relationships, if you want more peace, you want more joy. And there's topics that are just like to the girl struggling with shame. And it kind of is very clear. It's not, you know, no cookie cuttering it. And it has a lot of biblical encouragement and guided prayers through it. So I just wanted to be one of those devotionals that they can read through it, or they can also go back, you know, in the school year or in college when they're struggling and say, you know, I'm struggling with the party scene. Like, let me open it up and see what the devotion is for that. Or I'm struggling with comparison or I want to live big for God. What does that mean? And so it was kind of just a prayer that I had for young women to be able to find their worth, know their creator, but have like a guide that they can walk with and leave with. Well, and one of the interesting things is that it's a 90-day devotional. Um, I see 365 days, 30 days, 40 days. I think this is the first 90-day devotional. Why 90 and um, why is it, even in the style that you wrote it, it's, it's a little different in that you are addressing, like you're addressing a specific person. Yeah, well, I love that you asked that because no one has asked me that. And that's something that I even noticed that I thought of. So uh, you have a good eye. Uh, but I did 90 days because also I thought of like the way semesters work, honestly. Okay. And 90 days is kind of similar to more, most like semesters. Like it's like before a busy day of school. Um, also, I didn't want it to be as short as a typical 100 or 365 day devotion is. I wanted to make sure that I could include the scripture and also include a guided prayer um, and make sure that everything could be explained clearly because I am trying to hit a lot of different felt needs and mm-hmm. even devotional. So it's like you get like 500 words. Um, and I know this generation can be ADD. And so they're so used to their phones, everything blinking. And so I want a devotion that very much just hit the topic, but had enough time to hit all those things. And I felt like 90 days is literally a semester. And there's when mm-hmm. that's when so much good and bad happens. I'm sure we can all go back to high school or college. A lot can happen and before Christmas break. And so I want to be something they could take in those avenues and go through through the school year. Very well thought through, and it makes complete sense once you've explained it. <laughs> um, okay, so why is there such an issue in our society today 
about this whole self-image thing. What is what is it that you have learned um, in hanging out with others that uh, just puts this on the forefront of the topics in your devotional? Yeah, I mean, I think what's sad is this generation rising up, and even my generation has been like bombard- bombarded with social media. Mm-hmm. So it's like you go to school and you feel insecure, you go to work, you feel insecure, And you go home and you scroll on social media and you feel even worse. And then you go to bed and you wake up and you do it again. And so um, that's even why I started writing on Instagram a lot on like my page, because I was trying to almost in the middle of the mess of social media, point people to truth. And so I'm a firm believer that a bad thing can be a good thing. if It's a God thing that God is so powerful that he can take these man-made creations that weren't always created with the best intent and he Mm -hmm. can make it about something more important and he can use it for his glory. And so I just think with that day and age that they're dealing with, I think right now, like, not all celebrities are great role models for young women, and they feel so unachievable, you know? Um, and so they they lack mentorship. They lack wisdom because yeah. they're looking up to these people online, but they're not getting wisdom from them. They may learn how to do their makeup better, you know? They may learn cute style, and they may get a great Amazon list and be able to find a great dupe, but... They're not learning wisdom because wisdom comes from prayer and discernment. It comes from scripture and it comes from someone older than you who's walking with the Holy Spirit in their heart. And so I think when you don't have wisdom and you have a lot of social media and distractions, then surely you're going to be insecure. Mm -hmm. And I think we can all look at our own life and see that when we have those habits, instead of actually being prayerful and seeking mentorship and discipleship, we feel worse about ourselves. And you're very open with your your thoughts in the devotionals. And so are you indicating that you have lived through most of these and it's kind of practical experience, or you're also writing from the experience of others? Yeah, I think well, at the end of the day, I can't say I've gone through everything in the world, you know. But I think just like all of us, we've all felt that same ticket of insecurity. And for me, like, I've had an eating disorder. I've struggles with family, I have struggles with insecurity, and so I may not relate to everything, but at least we all know what it feels like to not live with Jesus in our heart and to mm-hmm. feel so bombarded by the lies of the world. And so I try to talk from a lot of personal experiences, and if I can't relate, I try to talk from my friend's experience, who, of course, I got permission. I didn't just write them in a book. <laughs> but that would probably be horrible and a bad yes. friend. But I, I do believe there's something so beautiful about saying, hey, I've been there. This is what you need to hear because, you know, with wisdom, wisdom also comes from watching God take the bad things in our life and make them good. You know, that there's beauty in the ashes. And so that is something that I try to be very open and not just talk about the good times. I think sometimes you open books and it's like a book about how someone did everything right. I always joke that my goal is to like say the awkward moments, the the horrible moments that I almost cringed at my grandma's reading, you know, not like they're bad, but like. Or that, like, you know, that if that cute guy read my book, I'd be, like, so embarrassed. But I'm like, there's something so beautiful about sharing not just the good things, but the things that make me and show my weaknesses and God's strength. Hmm. Well, there's more to talk about with Grace Valentine regarding her book, To the Girl Looking for More, published by Tommy Nelson. You're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. And so describe to us what is in one of the devotionals. You start out with a title, obviously, but then um, just explain the the content of each each devotional. Yeah. I did not want to feel like the scripture is cherry picked. So the scripture is like laid out in the beginning on yeah. the top and with the coordinates. So it says like, you know, the verse 
writes it out, and then it says where it is. And then in the devotional, I usually start by either sharing a story or I start maybe explaining like a biblical story, but usually there's a transition, something personal in my life. Um, and then it also relates to them. It's like, I know you probably feel this way. I think that's something so important is to kind of relate to them, point to them like, you may be feeling this way right now too. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with a prayer that's like guided, it's like, dear God, like when I'm feeling shame or when I'm feeling insecure, will you help me do this? Mm. Um, obviously each prayer is so different and unique to the challenge, but I think when you're at that age where you're learning how to talk to God, like you don't have to follow that model completely, but it's so nice to have a guide and be like, okay, this is a good prayer that I can say that will give me strength. Like, let me bring this to God. Um, and so that's always my goal, goal is to start with scripture, make sure the scripture is explained well mm-hmm. in the devotional. That's not like a, oh, let go, let God, he, like, you know, yeah, actually right. dies in maybe the historical view, but in an easy to understand way so that a girl who has been growing up going to church will find truth in it, but also a girl who has never stepped in church, but is feeling lonely and has never accepted Christ, that she'll be able to understand it too. Well, Grace, as you were writing these devotions and putting them together for the book, was there anything that surprised you uh, when you were writing them? Yeah, I think what uh, surprised me the most is you want to tell, and I'm sure we all can relate, like when you're talking to like a little girl over lunch, which is what I was trying to make it feel like, just like the girls that I disciple or lead in Bible study, um, you want to say so much. Uh, but it's so true that like when it comes to, you know, walking with someone and talking to someone about Jesus, like, you don't want to fire hydrate them. You don't want to over-explode and overwhelm them. You want to slowly almost, like, introduce Jesus' character, his heart, and let that be what they, you know, experience almost like a a meal. Like, you don't put the dessert before the appetizer. Like, it's kind of a slow growth in trusting that. And I think that's what surprised me, too, is that it's so easy to be like, well, if I'm going to talk about comparison to this one, I want to write 1,500 words. And... (laughs) yell at them and tell them this like you're beautiful in this but uh, you kind of gotta you gotta relate to them but you gotta not overwhelm them and so that was my prayer for it and something I realized that I can sometimes do and it helps me and reframe the way I talk to young girls too mm-hmm. that sometimes at lunch they just want to be heard you know they just want you to hear that say you understand what they're going through this is a story but this is scripture to fight it that you don't have to have all the right answers and all the perfect words but you do need to say, hey, I've been there, but God is better. And this is scripture that fights the lies you're facing. Mm. Well, part of your book is also at the very last uh, pages. It's called Special List of Reminders and Truths. So um, what is it that you contain in, in your special reminders that you felt compelled to even include it in the book? Yeah, I mean, there is a lot. And well, each of the sections do this little list because, I think God is so powerful of like being able to say like, okay, these seven things, I, if I want to choose joy, like this is seven things I need to understand about joy. And this is seven ways to do it. Like if I'm ready to live big for God, here are seven ways or here are five ways I can do this right now. Um, and it's not becoming Instagram famous, it's just doing this. And so I, I felt compelled to include a lot of different things. But one is like the list in the sections, but also in the bigger list too at the end. I mean, just a lot about, like, trust and friendships. I think I've learned a lot of young women struggle with. They very much keep scoreboards over their relationships with others. Like, oh, my gosh, they don't hang out with me. It's one-sided. And so in the list, I definitely talked to you about how, like, trust comes from wisdom and discernment, but love and grace come from the cross. And you're called to give everyone love and grace, but you don't have to trust everyone. And so that's something I do repeat in the list that I think is very important, and a lot of girls have mentioned that. They've been in that place. And I think that goes for all ages, too, that, you know, you can give someone loving grace, but step, take steps away and not trust them or take their advice. 
And it's important for young women to be able to let go of those friendships that aren't leading them to good things, but to still pray for them and to hope that they come to know Jesus. Hmm. Well, Grace, you have a lot of wisdom written into your book. I really do like the the titles of your devotions. So I can see where it would be helpful for a young lady as after she's read through the whole thing to be able to go back and just get that word of encouragement depending on what she's feeling for the day. So uh, kudos to um, the writing of those titles and how you put it all together. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's all it's all because of God. Because once again, like sometimes your first reaction is to want to yell and say so much to them. And so I really enjoyed the way the devotional came about. And I just pray it's a good resource for a young woman. Amen. So I've been talking today with Grace Valentine about To the Girl Looking for More. Grace, how can people find out uh, about you, follow you, and, and enjoy the future things that you're going to be involved with? Yeah, my Instagram is at the Grace Valentine. You can also go to my website, gracevalentine.org. Um, in, in my Instagram bio and on my website, there's links to all my books. But my books are, especially To the Girl Looking for More, is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your local bookstore. Just call ahead to make sure they still have it. And, yeah, that's how you can find me. I think that's all the places. I'm also in Orlando, Florida, if you want to find me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way you can find me on the Internet. Okay. And so what's coming up next for you, Grace? Yeah, well, I speak at a lot of stories and events. And so I'm preparing to travel again. I have an event next week in Atlanta, which I'm really excited about. And then I'll go to Mississippi State to see some sorority girls during recruitment week. So it's going to be super fun. Great. So, yeah, that's always what comes up in the fall. I kind of got a break in the summer. So now that fall started, got to get back on that Southwest, you know. All right. So one more time, the book today is To the Girl Looking for More. And we've been talking with Grace Valentine and certainly thank Tommy Nelson for giving us a copy of the book to talk about. Grace, it's been a real pleasure talking with you and getting your insight today. Thank you so much for having me, Roberta. Love talking with y'all. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. As a reminder, if you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And so join us again next time on Author's Corner. Author's Corner.